Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Raptors Out West. Today we have a very special episode, it's going to be a very long one. We are talking about the Raptors full season review and today we have a very special guest, Mr. Moosey. Hey everyone. Alright, so Mr. Moosey, let's talk about kind of you growing up and what life was like growing up as Mr. Moosey. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. I, uh, I actually grew up in Africa. Uh, I was born in a little, on a little island in, uh, off the coast of Madagascar, off the coast of mainland Africa, called Comoros. I uh, lived there for a couple of years and moved to Kenya. Uh, my dad traveled a lot for work uh, and then found myself in Calgary uh, at the age of 10. So uh, yeah, definitely moved around a lot, uh, experienced lots of things. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, when I moved here, uh, you can imagine a 10-year-old version of me um, who loved sports, right? So I came to this this part of the world where we have all these leagues that are awesome to watch. And so I instantly became a fan of the NHL, the NBA, MLB, and it kind of took off from there. So awesome. Yeah. My passion is definitely, definitely started early. All right. So when did you start being a Raptors fan? What year? Um, I moved to Canada in 2000. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think what era of the, of the Raptors that'd be like Alvin Williams. Yeah. Junkyard dog. And yeah, all those like guys. Kind of uh, older ones. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the team wasn't the greatest team. Yeah. Um, they, I think they struggled at times, but I just remember the passion and just the purple jerseys. And like, I, I remember just being so fascinated by it. And Vince Carter and just, it was, it just, it, it hooked me right away. Yeah. Rookie Vince Carter and rookie Tracy McGrady were amazing. Yes. Yeah. That, those were, I mean, we wish things went a little differently and they stayed a little longer, but you know, it, uh, yeah, those were really fun days for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we are going to start with talking about the Raptors' full season review. Um, We will go over kind of our favorite parts of the season, what happened during the season, and all that. So let's start with um, the start of the season, where we had that rough start. The I think it was like three and twelve start. Like it was very rough. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) I still even remember even just like right before the season started the excitement that we all had for yeah for sure and and you know like the 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 new mix of guys and seeing what we had seen last year and how well they gelled you know like i think we came into the season with really high expectations and uh yeah that start definitely (laughs) knocked us down a peg a little bit. yeah for sure Um, um yeah so definitely the start was was not ideal for sure. Yeah. yeah. It didn't help that we were playing in Florida too. We didn't no. get to go home to Toronto. No. Um, and I think as the seasons progress, it's become more, more glaring that that has been, has been hard on the players. And, and I, yeah, and I know the argument is they, they make tons of money, but you know, there are people too, and it would be hard to, to be able to focus on your job when you we have all these other things going on. So yeah, the Tampa thing, I don't think helped at all. Yeah. yeah. We had a very interesting off season, um, signing Freddie to another mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. Um, secure him for three more years. Mm-hmm. Um, we signed a new center, Aaron Baines, which we will talk about uh, his progression and his struggle in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an interesting off season, to say yeah. the least. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting for sure. But I, at the time, going through it, I thought that um, Masai and Bobby Webster made, I think, the right calls. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can argue about Ibaka. You know, yeah. maybe Ibaka should have been back. Um, and maybe, you know, from things I've heard, that maybe they were more focused on bringing Gasol back and then they yeah. lost out on that. And, you know, maybe they could have played that differently. But overall, I think they approached the season the right way. You know, they knew they had a good core. Uh, they needed to supplement with, with a strong center. And they thought Aaron Baines could provide that with, you know, three-point shooting he had from the last couple of years. But, you know, it didn't work out the way they wanted it to. But 
I think they went into they approached it the right way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Aaron Baines played in Phoenix and then Boston, so I think Toronto was going with a championship mentality yeah. because he had won the championship mm-hmm. in Boston with, um, I believe, Isaiah Thomas, possibly. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we were hoping for some championship quality team, um, and yeah. And, and I think that they. I know when you look at their their record, it doesn't. They look like they're at the bottom of the league or somewhere down in the middle. Um, but I don't think the record matches up to the team they actually are. So oh, yeah. I think I don't think that contender win. If there was a contender window, I don't think it's closed yet. Uh, I just think this season is just such an anomaly, and I think they can't go into this next season saying like, "Oh, we're rebuilding again." I don't. I don't think that's the right way to play it. Yeah. Um, I think they, they they need to realize what the season was. It was just basically a write off. Yeah, Masai even said he is a, he wants to win another championship with Toronto, and yeah. he's not focused on a rebuilding stage for Toronto. Yeah, and I think if I think the point they're in now probably is a is probably a better point they were in right before they made the Kawhi trade, right? Mm-hmm. So that I think if I'm not saying they need another Kawhi trade, but they're in a point where they could keep rising, right? You have yeah. guys like OG who are still steadily getting better every year and mm-hmm. even pascal like i know we'll talk we're going to talk about him for sure but you know really it was just his three-point shooting this year that got that regressed yeah. where everything else kind of he took a little bit of step of a step up so um lots of positives for sure going into the future yeah and the start of the season pascal was struggling with that he still had that kind of bubble play almost yes. yeah um, and, and it seemed like uh, actually it was weird I, I saw an article this morning maybe it was on that raptor subreddit i'm not sure where it was but People were discussing that Siakam, mm-hmm. and and someone brought up the point that if you look at his first ten games, the real issue that 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 was the the worst stretch he's had this season. If you take away the first ten games, he's actually like basically all star level. Yeah, and I think that first ten games, he maybe it was a mental thing where he thought he had to be the guy, he had to get those game winning baskets, um, and then you know there was those few. I, 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 there's a few examples where you know a couple rimmed out. Mm-hmm. Like buzzer beaters yeah game. that was uh pretty sad to yeah. see I, I think they had like three yeah it was like quick and it was yeah. all pascal which was yeah. the worst and, and i think pretty much all three of them he he isoed yeah he drove to the basket he beat his guy he yeah. put up a good shot and then just it should have gone down it just rimmed out so yeah. it's you know it's happened sometimes it was sad to see for yeah. sure yeah um let's talk about improvement from freddie yeah fred took a massive step this year for sure um he it's weird though because he still gets a lot of criticism from from fans. Yeah. Um, for his lack of playmaking and his is he is he like a, a lead the, the prototypical lead guard who runs a court? Maybe not. Yeah. But does he have his strengths that that really impact winning on the court? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if we if he were to get that playmaking and defense just to touch better, like he could be an all star guard. Yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. Like with with how tough. He is on on players he's yeah. guarding. Like, he's he's a menace. He's his hand. He's got strong hands. He's he's quick. Yeah. He's smart. He's got everything you want, right? So, yeah. As far as championship building, defense is really important, and he's got that. And when you have him, OG and Siakam on the floor defending, like you, that's a pretty good starting point. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about the decline from Kyle because we're starting to see it with his age and yep. just decline in progression and. Yep. For yeah. sure, yeah, and it's it definitely a very natural thing. Uh, I'm blanking. Is he 35 or 36? Uh, he is younger than LeBron, I believe. So, okay. so anyways, he's in that ballpark. Yeah. Um, so, it's just the way human physiology works. Exactly. Right? He's gonna he's gonna slow down a little bit, but I, I don't think he slowed down as much as it seemed like this year. 
Yeah. Because um, I was taking a look at stats, um, and the, the stat, I, I, one of the stats I like, obviously, there's lots of analytics and, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, like the work that, um, I forget what they do. Uh, anyways, the, the one I'm speaking about is uh, ESPN's real plus, plus yeah. minus. Like, if you look, uh, Cal Lowry for the last 10 years of his career has been one of the leaders in real plus minus. So basically, yeah. how does he impact his team on the court, right? Yeah. And, and he was, I think, 11th or 12th in the league this year overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he he and Fred actually were back-to-back. Were 11, Fred was 11th, he was 12th or 10th, yeah. and then 11th or something like that. And um, that shows he really still impacts winning. So, yeah, for sure. Um, these teams that were pushing to trade for him at the trade deadline, they were right. Like he, Whether he's draining shots or not, or... Maybe he has an off game. He's still he's Kyle Lowry. He's he's your yeah. he's your guy. Yeah, um, he he's been such a good leader on yeah. the court. He has amazing playmaking skill. Yeah, and his defensive skill is still elite. Yeah, and and he's relying on different skills now. Where you know earlier in his career when he had a little bit more quickness, he could rely on that. Now it's more smarts and how many charges he draws and mm-hmm. you know all those things are just really impressive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the Raptors ended on a 27 and 45 season. Um, they were 30s, around 37, so pretty low than 500. Mm-hmm. Um, we had times where we were 500. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy when we had that because yeah. it looked promising. Yeah, and there but... was that stretch where they, you know, they, I can't remember exactly when in the season, it was before the COVID, yes. um, COVID went through the team, right? Yes. They, they were, I think they won. I can't remember the exact numbers, but they were winning a lot of games and they were training in the right direction and they were starting to weave some of the younger guys in. It was, they were giving Boucher a little bit more playing time and it was working, right? It was, it was really working. And then unfortunately COVID hit and, yeah, um, and that really messed things up. And, and then that's what led to, that's what led to sitting players out and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a interesting season to say the least. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about the improvement from new guys we signed over the season. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about Ken Birch, yep. Freddie Gispel, um, all of the guys. Yeah, I, the, the, the two of those guys are awesome. New yeah. Freddie. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I love calling him New Freddie. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, the first thing about him is you, you just see how smart he is and how willing he is to learn. And yeah. you can already see it on the defensive side of the court, right? He's blocking short shots left, right, and center, and he's taking on bigger centers and all of that. So that that's good to see. Yeah. Uh, he definitely has to refine his offensive game, but that, sure. you know, he's a new, new guy in the league, and um, that's just part of the process. And I think um, it, having big guys who are developed by the Raptors is a good thing. Right? Yeah. We, we, we know that they are, their development is, is really strong. And, and that's why I, like, I'm going to bring up Evan Mobley right now. Yeah. Uh, he's a guy that I'm really high on. I think that, that the Raptors, if they got a hold of him, for example – High IQ guy. He's a seven footer, athletic. Yeah, like they could turn him into their guy, right? Like yeah, and with our player development team, yeah. it could be amazing. Yeah, so I think I'm I'm really excited for New Freddie for next year to see. I, 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 he I don't think he's gonna get as much runtime as he no. did to end the season. Yeah, um, which you know might impact his development a little bit, but he I think he's gonna get get some run for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and Ken Birch, I love. Ken yeah, Birch. he um, is. He has a lot of talent. Yeah, a lot of potential still, yeah. even though he's kind of around that older age. Yeah, exactly. He's with twenty eight or something. Yeah, um, but you can see he's still trying to develop his game. He he has identified that Nick Nurse is a coach who can get more out of him. Yeah, in his time on, with Team Canada. Um, 
he, he's intelligent. He's a, he's a great defender. Yeah. You can already see he meshed really well with the Raptors on the defensive side of the court. And, and, the, and the offense was starting to come. You can see him working on his three-point shooting. And um, I, I think if he, if he can really nail down that three-point shooting. Oh, yeah. I personally, on, uh, as, as a fan of the Raptors, I'd be okay with him going into next season as, to be honest, even maybe their starter. Yeah, for um, sure. I, I know a lot of people say that if they want to contend, they might need to get something mm-hmm. more than that. But maybe you start with Ken Birch, and then you see how it goes, and then you can make a trade, like the Gasol trade, right? Yeah. Like they picked him up partway through the season. So um, I think it's, they're, they put, himself, put themselves in a really good spot. They've got lots of options. Yeah, we have a very young team, so there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, for sure. and and to save money, because I, I know I've been hearing a lot of fans talking about uh, Holmes, signing yeah. Holmes out of... Um, Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, would you would you want to play like that on a team? Yeah, for sure, yeah. right? He's a great player. But if, if Birch could do most of what he does, and then you have X number of dollars to spend elsewhere, mm-hmm. right, that, that could impact the team a little bit more. Yeah. The improvement from Malachi Flynn, our new rookies, was just Incredible. amazing to see this season. Yeah, because um, it was weird because we saw, remember preseason, we saw yeah. him lighting it up. We're like, oh man, did they just get a, a guy who could just be part of the rotation right off the bat? And uh, and obviously, he kind of, he had to figure things out during the regular season. But this last little bit, like, the improvement you saw from some of those games where he's just dishing out dimes left, right, and center. and For sure. Running the pick and roll really well and, you know, being a, a court general, like actually running the court. So Yeah. Um, really good signs for him, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I loved seeing him play. It was really interesting. His G League performance was amazing yeah. when the G League was actually going. Um, yeah, it was really interesting to see his improvement yeah, as a rookie. Mm-hmm. And congrats to him for Rookie of the Month. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Raptor Nation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's for sure. It, I love seeing his dad's tweets and stuff. It's just, yeah. you can tell there's a lot of passion in that family. And they, they, they I, I, he has that. It seems like he has that intangible. Like he, he's a winner. Yeah, for sure. Um, even in college, when he he switched, I can't remember his teams, but um, uh, he switched to a different school and he he took that school to a new level. Yeah. Um, like he he completely. San Diego State. I San Diego State. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was yeah. It was the other one. I where did he transfer from? I don't believe. I don't know. But anyways, he 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 took San Diego State to the next level and yeah. Uh, and a lot of people were talking. Had there been a NCAA tournament, like yeah. who knows where if he had led that team to. A good yeah, run. Like, sure. could he have been higher in the first round? Who yeah, knows? I would. I would even call him a steal in the draft. Yeah, potentially. He was, uh, yep. Yeah, he was pretty impressive. And and Jalen Harris. Yeah. Like, also kind of same same sort of thing yeah. too, right? Um, he has a lot of work though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He definitely has a lot, has more work to do than Malachi. But you can see the athleticism. You can see the instinct of a scorer. In yeah, him, for right? sure. Like, um, yeah, I think he, he's someone who will need a little bit more seasoning for sure, but I don't know if he's going to be quite a full rotation player next year. But yeah. um, I think getting whatever 40-something, 47th pick or whatever he was, yeah, like that's pretty impressive. That, yeah. um, um, let's yeah. talk about Norman Powell and his trade deal with uh, um, Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, man, Norm is... When I think of the Raptors, like one of the first people I think of is Norm. Yeah, like for it just, sure. he's always been part of the team. He's that guy who's just there. He's a. It, it seems like he's connected with a lot of the players on the team. He yeah. just he, he, he's a good scorer. Uh, he really worked on his defense the whole time he was here. Yeah, I believe he's been a Raptor for like six years yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think other than Kyle, he's probably the yeah. longest serving Raptor. Yeah, or I think was. so. Yeah, um, and being traded to Portland, my reaction to it was like, yeah, I think it's great because 
mm-hmm. he might have a chance this season to, to go on a run. But yeah, to be honest, seeing the mix in Portland, I'm not sold on them. He's actually had a really struggling season yeah. in Portland. Yeah. He, um, he's not been averaging like he has in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a struggle for him, for sure. Yeah, and, and it's, it's about sharing the ball. Like, when you have CJ, Dame, and you've got Norm on the court. Exactly. Like, there's only so much sharing that can happen, right? Like, yeah. Dame has to get... has He's your guy, right? Yeah. He's, he's the main scorer, and... Um, well, it's hard to play him at like small forward for exactly example. that's also he an is issue, right? pretty yeah. short yeah and and there's this idea that seeing it on message boards and stuff the the blazers message boards talking mm-hmm. about um the fact that he's a great defender and he's their one of their lockdown defenders and and if you think about his role the raptors that wasn't his role right he was not one of the lockdown guys yeah um did he get better at his defense throughout time is yeah yeah is he sure. average or maybe even slightly above average yeah but I think him being used in that way in Portland isn't necessarily the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah, for sure. Right. So um, let's talk about Gary Trent Jr. That guy is amazing. Man, I've he never lit it up when he yeah. Like that. Yeah, it, it the 54, 50, was he fifty four points? No, that was Fred. Right. Uh, how many? He got fifty something though. Yeah, very close. Yeah, I think it was fifty one or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, and I remember watching that game. I'm like, did they just pick up a superstar? Like, yeah, like are we going to the finals? We... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. But then he got his injury, and when he came back, um, you can kind of see some of the flaws that he has in his game. Yeah. Uh, maybe shot selection is something he needs to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe being a little better distributor. Um, Three-point shooting could use some work, too. Yeah, yeah. Now that, that is normally his strength. I think that, that was probably just a volume issue. Like yeah. I think maybe he didn't get enough reps. But I think that should, hopefully will be a strength for him next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, which, which kind of muddies things, because... That, traditionally, that's kind of Fred's role, right? He's yeah. the volume three-point shooter who does it really well. Yeah. Uh, but now with Gary, I think it, obviously they, they'll they'll find a way to manage it. But would they be? Are they going to become too reliant on the three ball? I don't yeah. know. Uh, and then when if both of them have an off night, yeah, shooting which happens to yeah. to three-point shooters. We've already seen it before. Yeah. Um. What? Where does that put the team? Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe that puts too much on Siakam and OG, but. For Maybe sure. they can handle it. Maybe who knows, right? There's a lot, yeah. a lot of variables there. Well, that Washington buzzer beater, I've like that was amazing. Was, yeah, like that was only a few yeah. of games from when yeah. we traded for him. So yeah, he just gets the ball, marches up the court, just yeah, de- he has a defender, just shoots it, nails it, and it's like, what did we just get? Like, I know <laughs> yeah. we traded normal way, but who did we just get right now? Yeah, so. I was uh, I was actually kind of surprised that we didn't get more value for Nerf. For Norm, um, he was averaging like thirty a game. So yeah, but I'm happy with Gary. Yeah, for sure. I think some of those issues were from from teams realizing that Norm, I think, has all the skills you need to be a premier scorer in the league. But his consistency has always been something that leaves you wanting a little bit yeah. more, right? Um, he can definitely buckle down. You can see playoff Powell, like he's yeah. he just goes on these crazy runs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's we also saw that. When he came off the bench, he didn't do nearly as well. Yeah, for sure. Right? So maybe some teams are saying, okay, well, if, if a team's a contender, they probably already have a pretty good starting lineup, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that he would be coming off the bench. So maybe a lot of teams that wanted to trade for him were saying, well, first, he's going to be on our bench. So he might not be as good as he normally is. And second, like, do we want to pay someone that much coming off our bench? Like, yeah. There's a lot of factors there. But I think moving forward, I think his consistency is going to get, is going to get better. And I think... Next year, he's one of the top free agents. I think a lot of yeah, you are going to be for bidding sure. for him, and I'm not sure how Portland is going to make it work. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, Gary has a, I believe it's a player option for yeah. around seven mil. Okay. Something. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna expect Toronto will pick it up. Um, they have enough cap room for it. Yeah. Um, but I think, from what I've been hearing, that people anticipate he'd be getting anywhere from fifteen million to. Yeah. And at the time when he first came to the Raptors, people were saying, "Oh, is he gonna be over twenty million?" And you know. Yeah. And then he started shooting the lights out, and I was like, "Oh wow! Like, yeah. <laughs> how much are we gonna have to pay this guy?" Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, he kind of cooled off near the end of the year. So it's 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 good. It's hard to it's gonna be hard to peg down what number he's gonna get. Yeah, for sure. Um, just because again, yeah, there's lots of variables there, and and depends. Is Masai gonna be involved in that, or is is he not? Because yeah. you know that's a, that's a pretty big factor too. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our three favorite moments from the season. Ooh. So we'll do from three to one. Ooh, okay, this is what I, I'm gonna have to do this on the fly. I didn't yeah. come up with one. Uh, <laughs> favorite moments. Uh, okay, so th- can I go one to three or sure? Just because one popped in my head. Um, Fred's game where okay. he got the yeah, 54, the 54 points. That was that was something. Setting the new franchise yeah. record. Yeah, and just I remember watching that game and just being I don't care if they're winning this game or whatever. Like yeah, I'm just gonna watch Freddie do his thing. He he now has the most points in one game as an undrafted player. Yeah, yeah. So it's. It, like and what better message to, to give to kids than, exactly. than bet on yourself? Like, like his his um, thing is like bet on yourself yeah. and it like it's perfect. Yeah, believe in yourself, work hard, and he's one of the hardest workers. So exactly. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, number two, like the the I'm gonna have to say the Gary Trent moment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like that that buzzer beater was pretty pretty unreal. Yeah. Um, and and just in the moment we had just gotten him and we're like. Like he just won us this game. We were still, at the, I think, at the point where we we're like, maybe we could still hang into things and maybe yeah. make the playoffs. And uh, there's a lot of excitement after that game for sure. Yeah, for sure. And number three, ooh, um, whatever I can pick one moment. Uh, can I pick? Can I pick something that's not one moment? Sure, go ahead. Uh, Chris Boucher. Yeah. Uh, that that. If you think about how short of a leash he had yeah. at the start of the season. Um, and he worked his butt off oh, the yeah. entire season, and he got the playing time he deserved. And seeing his blocks and just his energy on the court and his dunks and his three pointers, where the yeah. ball is sometimes spinning sideways, like all those things, you're like, it, he's just he's just an awesome player, and yeah. he's Canadian, and yeah, uh, yeah, Chris Boucher is awesome for sure. Yeah, um, my number three, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, Malachi and Freddie singing party in the USA. Oh man, I forgot about that. That, that was, was so good. One of the best moments. That was ever. so good. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with Gary too. Yeah. Um, Gary's just been great for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and number one, I'll go with Fred too. Fred, yeah. It's it's just crazy to yeah. see that. Yeah, that's something that is it's just really going to remember for. Oh yeah. Forever, yeah. Um, let's now do the worst parts of the season for uh, us. Oh, this one's gonna. I, I want to try and not be too negative on. Yeah, players. for sure. Um, I think uh, it was a tough one. I mean, let me. Why don't you go first, and then I will right. jog my memory. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm... first. I'm gonna go with Aaron Baines. Um, okay. He's a great guy. I love him. Yeah. He's. I can see him as a locker room guy. Yeah. Just a super f- nice guy. Mm-hmm. He just does not have that skill on the court. Yeah, and it seems to just have left him. Yeah, uh, like just just out of the blue. And yeah, like he, Phoenix. Just I don't know. 
Uh, it was funny because I, I thought about saying Aaron Baines as my, my third one. Yeah. And I was trying to think of one moment that kind of encapsulates the season. And there, I can't remember what game it was. It was fairly early in the season. And, yeah. Um, he got the ball in the post. I think someone passed it to him in the post. And yeah. Yeah. Just, he just... Yeah, just go I, up, dunk. I You're bigger than everyone Kyle else. Just threw him the ball and yeah. it just slipped out of his hands. Yeah, yeah. So that happened quite often. Yeah. But this particular one, he went up to dunk and he got blocked by the rim. Yeah. But he got the ball back and then he went up again. He got blocked. And I'm like, yeah. you are a seven footer. Yeah. Who is strong? You need to do this. Yeah. Go put that ball in the basket. Don't yeah. give anybody the chance. And so a lot of that I think had to do with confidence. Um, he was missing a lot of layups. His three-point was ridiculously bad. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the things he was doing well when he was with Boston, and, and then the knee things he developed, like his three-point shoot, yeah. just gone, just yeah. disappeared. So, um, those layups, I just can't watch anymore. It was, it it was, was just it, it was scary to see. Like, like I feel like Phoenix just took him out of it. I don't yeah. know why and how it did it, but yeah. it somehow just took him out of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, boy, do I wish we had uh, Aiton from Phoenix. Oh, yeah. So, like, man, he's, like, yeah. He's amazing. He is, yeah. So, I, I, mean, I mean, Phoenix has seen the contrast. Not, maybe not the contrast this year, but, you know, they, they're a strong team, and a lot of that is Aiton having that strong center. So, yeah. And that's why earlier I was mentioning Mobley. I think yeah. he fits that profile. And you, yeah. you work with him, you, you continue working on his athleticism, and, and his IQ, and he... Yeah. You build around that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, number two, I'm going to have to go with the Kyle Lauer trade rumors. That was pretty hard yeah. to swatch. That's a good... Actually, that's a very good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was hard to see all those trade rumors coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was okay with the Philly trade, with the, the Matisse Thibel and the Tyrese Maxey. Because mm-hmm. um, they're young guys. Uh, Matisse is amazing defender. Yep. Um, and then definitely that that, I, that rumor had been flying around quite a bit. Yeah, um, for sure. A lot of people I think had confirmed it, or maybe not confirmed it, but you know vouched for it. And, yeah, yeah, I had so. I had to watch the whole um, uh, the day that the trade the trade was, yeah yeah trade deadline. yeah totally. I remember was I I might have been isolating yeah, and I remember being at home teaching and then there there are some of my colleagues here yeah uh, um who were teaching in the building were because they couldn't get regular updates i'm online at, at yeah home, so i can check whenever i want uh so i'm just texting them like hey <laughs> this yeah. just happened this just happened this, they traded uh what were the two trades they made um terrence davis and yes matt thomas matt thomas yeah for the matt second thomas to pick. utah for a second yeah and terrence davis to sacramento second, for yeah. a second yeah uh, terrence davis that's Man. such a sticky situation yeah it was like what do we do with this guy? Because yeah. we have allegations. Mm-hmm. We have allegations that he is like all broken mm-hmm. to say. And 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 there was a couple, yeah. And there, you know, like the the mask issue. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but he, at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, was it a tweet or something? He he'd mentioned some inappropriate joke about not wearing masks or putting a hole in his mask, something like that, uh, or anti-mask sentiment or something and I, I remember that being a bit of an issue and of course yeah the court case um and also like he he wasn't he did not play well this year but last year he played like, well in stretches so i think a mix of the letdown and the court case and all of that i think it, it was probably time for him to go yeah um kind of following him in sacramento things haven't gone super great in sacramento but yeah He's had a few games where he's really shown yeah. that promise, and it's like it's a little scary every once in a while. You're like, oh, is he going to put it together and then turn into a yeah. all star? And we missed out on that. But 
Yeah. Um, but now we have two second round picks that yeah. we can turn into something, right? For sure. Yeah, that's all I have for my list for the worst parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine will be very similar to yours. I, I, I can't think of anything that's glaring that's standing out. Um, yeah. I think not being in Toronto. Yeah, was, for was sure. My number one. Um, like, think about Jurassic Park and how much that adds to, to yeah. the team's energy and to their focus and to their drive. So, for sure. Have they been in Toronto? I don't know where they. Were. I think they. I think they would have made the playoffs. Yeah. Would they have been a threat? I don't know, but. I think they would have been more like a five seed, if yeah. anything. Yeah. And that's what we were predicting at the start of the season that mm-hmm. we would end up as a five seed, which obviously didn't go well. Yeah, they uh, kind of in the same categories like Miami or Boston, and you know that. Those two teams are. It's hard to pin them down. Yeah. Because well, right I think they're both down two nothing, right? Yeah, Boston um, is down two nothing to yeah. Brooklyn right now. Yeah, which makes uh, yeah Brooklyn's gonna win for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. That's that's tough. That's after the year they had last year, where you're like, the I mean they took down the Raptors, and you're like, this team's gonna be a juggernaut. They've got Jason Tatum, yeah, uh, Jalen Brown, and when when Kemba Walker is your third guy, yeah, like you're doing pretty well. Well, but, that injury just yeah. the injury that he had just destroyed his career. I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. He's never been the same. No, no, he hasn't. Uh, so I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering what they're going to do there with him. Yeah, I, I could see a trade. I yeah. could see a trade. Yeah. For a low-quality guard, possibly. Yeah, but I think they need to strengthen their center position, too. So they've got they've got yeah. some things they need to work on. Yeah, um, for sure. But I, I'm seeing them this year as maybe less of a threat than, than I thought they were last year. Yeah. Uh, Miami is weird. Yeah. Um, Pretty much all the teams are kind of weird this yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah, but Miami seems like I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know where they're gonna go from here because I, I I don't. It doesn't sound like their their players are super super happy. Yeah. Um. There's a Tyler Hero business with the team. I've heard rumors that the team wanted yeah. him to be less of a celebrity and. Um. There's been rumors Kawhi might even head over there. Hmm. In the off season, I, that, if he doesn't accept his player option. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. Which I mean, if the Clippers get get blown out in this series, like. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I think Kawhi might stay just for the money, but mm-hmm. and it's and home, and home he's been trying to get there yeah. for so long that why would he just do it for two years? And exactly. Leave, right? So I, I don't know what will he'll do. He I might keep, leave. I keep dreaming about him coming back to Toronto and then just yeah. winning the championship and then <laughs> leaving yeah. again or something. But if only you know, like yeah, for sure. Yeah, if only he had stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about your favorite part: um, the draft prospects. This is one thing yes. you really wanted to talk it's, about. Th- like this is so exciting. Um, the only thing I'm thinking is, would this be a good uh, point to pause and then we can start here? Just yeah, it's we 8, could. Already. Because I know, I know we'll probably want to talk about this for a while. Yeah, for sure. Do we can start even. Sure. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's start. All right. Do you want to read so we will start with because um, Toronto has been predicted around a top four pick. Um, yeah, I think that they're... Are they seventh or eighth right now in the... They're currently seventh, seventh, I believe. And then, yeah, they're with yeah. Like a 30 or 40% chance of moving into the top four. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think if... Obviously, the, the one player... The, the player you want from this draft is Cade. Yeah, for Cade sure. Cade Cunningham is a beast. Six foot eight. Yeah. Uh, playmaking skills, shooting... Everything, athleticism, yeah, intelligence. Um, he's the guy. So yeah. I, I think if they get the first pick, there is no question who they're taking. Yeah, um, for sure. So 
I I don't know, cause I don't know if we need another guard. We could use one, cause Kyle is leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, or we just pick up Mobley. Depends on what Masai chooses to do. Yeah, I think it's the age-old question, right? Um, when a team is drafting, is it do you pick best player available or yeah. best fit? Um, and <laughs> Evan Mobley kind of fits both of those. Yeah, right? for sure. So he's he definitely. If let's say, let's put it this way, the Raptors got the second pick. Yeah, I'd be like, cool, great. Yeah, let's pick Mobley. Let's move on. Like yeah. it, it wouldn't be like, oh, we missed out on Kate. Where yeah. normally in most drafts, that's kind of how it is, right? You miss yeah. out on the first player. You're like, ah. Um, I I, re- I hope they get Cade, but if they don't, bring on Mobley. Like, yeah, for he, sure. Yeah, that would fix a lot of issues for them. Um, we have an interesting guy, Jalen Green. Yeah. He is actually coming from the G League. Yeah, I watched. I, I, I watched a couple of the, yeah. the Ignite games last year, and. Uh, He's, he's promising. A he's a promising he's player. He's a player for sure. And he was doing that against men, right? So yeah. that's the one thing is that's kind of a new new thing we're, we're witnessing. Yeah. Um, it's the first time that the G League is being used in this way. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I think the fact that he's doing what he's doing against men yeah. um, is, is definitely a very good sign. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite players, because he played for the team that I was cheering for this season, mm-hmm. Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. Yeah. Yep. Um, he had one of the clutch shots in the final four. That was nuts. That yeah. gap shot was, was intense for sure. Yeah. Um, another player, he's a forward, Jonathan Kamenga, coming yep. from Ignite again. Again, again. Ignite, yeah. Yeah. Um, 6'8", 220. Yep. He's a young player. He, yeah, he's a athletic. really athletic guy. Yeah, good ball handler, yeah. Um, next guy, Scotty Barnes from Florida yeah. State. Great guy another, again. Like, any one of these guys would be great for the Raptors. Exactly. It's just a matter of like which one fits the best. Like yeah, th- th- this this draft is unreal. And I, I love how most of these guys are young, like yeah. nineteen. Exactly. Yeah. Um. That's that was one of the knocks on Malachi, right? Is exactly. he was a little bit older. Um, but he has more experience there. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It kind of it depends yeah. on what, where what point your team is at. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think any one of these guys uh, that we've mentioned would be able to step in next year and maybe yeah. not be a star right away, but be a, a role player or be a, a rotation player and, uh, and then sure. kind of improve from there. So um, thinking about who would be the best fit, I, I, yeah. I, I'm someone who believes usually in most cases that you pick the best player available yeah. and then you, you make some changes to your team to make yeah. it fit. So let's say they get, they got Cade. Yeah. Right? You've got Cade as your, your point guard. Mm-hmm. I think Malachi would be a good, Guy coming off the bench, yeah, right, for that sure. Could be the backup, or Kate could run two. If he could, he yeah. is six eight. He could run the two for sure, but I'm not sure you'd want him running the two over Fred. Yeah, oh, sorry, for sure. uh, running the the one over Fred. Yeah. No, other way around. I'm yeah. not sure you'd want Fred running the one over him. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying random words right now. Uh, um, just because I think Fred has shown that if he's a shooting guard, he's got a deadly three pointer. Yeah, he's he's a good secondary playmaker, so he can play that role. I, I think Cade might be more profiled to that. Yeah, for sure. So that'd be good. But I was reading an article this morning saying that Fred would would be a great trade would be would make for a great trade partner with another team. Yeah. Even trade up. Yeah. Or or yeah, you can do it that yeah, way and exactly. you can use Fred to get into that number one spot. But if, if you get Cade, let's say you get you get the odds fall in your favor and you get the number one pick. You yeah. get Cade. He takes your point guard. You've got Malachi. Yeah. Um, you would need a shooting guard for sure. Yeah. How Which, about Norm? Trade like what were you thinking for a trade package then? That that would be maybe you trade for a center. 
Yeah, true, for right? sure. Because I think Fred does have a lot of value, um, yeah. if, especially if, if you're trading with a team who has an established point guard and they need a shooting guard. Yeah. Like, what better option than Fred? He's fairly young. Not, not super young, but fairly young. Yeah. Incredible defender. You've seen he's got that championship mentality. Yeah. Um, I think he could get you a lot. And if you could, you know, trade to the team that maybe has a young center, yeah. plus more, maybe in picks, and then you you sign Norm Powell as your shooting guard. Yeah. Right? I'm actually really interested in Jonathan Kaminga. Um, mm-hmm. He is a 3-4. Um, he could be a good backup for Pascal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like Kaminga a lot. Yeah, really athletic, got a really long wingspan. Yeah. Um, it, I guess it, that would work, right? You can, I don't think you can ever have too much in one position. I yeah. know a lot of people are like, oh, we have too many centers. Or we have too, No, like I think you can... The traditional roles, like the one, two, three, four, five roles are different now, right? Like with a motion offense and you have to be switchable and you have to be able to guard every position. Yeah. Um, and we saw with a lot of the lineups this year, the Raptors played, like they, they played a lot of small ball, right? You yeah. have to be able to play lots of different positions. And I think he's a guy who can do that. He's super yeah. athletic. He can, he can probably play center for small ball or he yeah. can, you know, so yeah, I think he'd be a great. It, this is a weird draft because there's a lot of guards. Mm-hmm. Like majority of the top is guards. Yes, definitely. Like guard there's up. a f- two fours and one five, which is uh, Mobley. Yeah. And I guess the four, yeah, four. Is Scotty Barnes would be a four. Yeah. Um, Kaminga. Another name I've heard a lot about, uh, heard a lot is Moses Moody. I'm not sold, but uh, uh, I don't, I don't want know. To find he, it's weird. I didn't watch any of these games, but. I don't know. He he's an okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely an offensive player. He is player. younger. He is eighteen. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he's one of the younger players. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's just I've heard a lot of rumors about him. So maybe he's someone. Uh, a lot of mixed reviews on Davion Mitchell. Um, there's there's a lot in this draft. And yeah. The Raptors can go a bunch of different ways. They yeah. can trade down and get some value in other places. Yeah. Maybe you can get. You can fill out your bench a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Because um, I think that is one issue the Raptors do need to look at for next year is yeah, the the bench wasn't balanced the right way this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, who, well, who, who is the bench? I, I actually, I think we'll, we'll talk about this later. But yeah. who, right now I'm trying to think of who for sure is on the bench, and it's kind of muddy, right? Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's a weird bench because they're not much talent. There mm-hmm. is a good amount of talent for sure. But it's young talent or it's raw exactly. talent. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of improvement for bench yeah. for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, so I mean, Boucher, I think pretty much guaranteed. Malachi. Yeah. yeah. Um, a guy I really like is Paul Watson, but. Yeah, he it, just hasn't. It's just rough for him. Yeah, he hasn't. Well, he's been injured or the COVID. I think exactly. COVID was used out for a while and he. When he has played, he hasn't taken the reins. Like he hasn't given a reason yeah. for him to be on the court. Like he hasn't fully done what he needs to do. For so sure. he has, has he played poorly? No. Um, he just hasn't been as in the play as he needs to be. He's yeah. more again. Kind of, like he's he he'll you'll see him kind of standing, um, kind of in the corner waiting for, to get the ball for three pointer, right? Which and he's a good three point shooter, so yeah. that's fine. But um, maybe you need someone a little bit more athletic and more energetic and to get your bench going yeah um yeah but the, i mean i'm trying to think someone like stanley johnson except yeah i like him I yeah like I, him I, sure. like, 
he's uh, when they, the, the couple games near the end of the season when they played against the Lakers. Yeah, like he was guarding LeBron. Yeah, like he's your. He was it's, doing it's well OG. against LeBron. Yeah, it's OG than him as far as like your, your yeah. ISO defenders and your your go to defenders, but. It just his offensive game has just never. Yeah, for sure. Never, he's never figured it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, an interesting thing is that if Minnesota falls below three, Golden State takes their pick. It's very weird. I don't know hmm. exactly how it works, but hmm. I believe that's ha- what's actually happens if Minnesota falls below three. Below three. So they got the fourth pick. Yeah. Then, then it's, it's Golden, Golden State's. Uh, I, I think, think it's because of the. Um, Wiseman thing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Golden State needs any help right now. No. They're, <laughs> they're getting Clay back next year. Yeah. Uh, Clay I don't will what... be so helpful. Yeah. I don't know if he will be as good as he is. No, but... no, but but at least that lethal shooting is still there, right? It'll draw some defenders. Exactly. It'll give Steph even a little bit more space, which is not something he needs. Yeah. He'll, you know, we saw how he did this year. This year. Yeah, and it pushes Andrew Wiggins down one yeah. step, so I think he'll fit even better there. He, I think he had a good season this year, but yeah, for sure, a little less pressure on him. Um, I guess you'll see what happens with Wiseman. Hopefully, yeah. he's able to. He put it was injured at the end of the season, so yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, he didn't develop as much as they wanted this year, just with exactly how crazy this year was. So yeah, um, yeah, they've got the the pieces, and if they get one more, like if they get, I don't know who's projected to go number four. Um, um, it will be green. Green, green. yeah, or Suggs or someone kind of yeah. in that in that skill. Like they don't like. Yeah, they don't really need it on their card. No, but maybe they package a couple of things and they trade and they get that center. That or they, they go down for like Kaminga even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, trade down like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Draymond is getting old. We know that. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Kaminga can be play more minutes than Draymond eventually. For yeah. Draymond still had a pretty successful yeah, year. Yeah, he was a finalist for DPOI. Yeah, yeah, he definitely, he defensively, he was rock, rock solid like he always is. Yeah. Um, his passing is just unreal. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing, I think, that's why next year when Clay's back, having one more option to pass to, one more threat. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. He's a, he's a great player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for our draft prospects. Mm-hmm. I think we will end it there. Um, and then, yeah, we'll come back at period five and we have free agency, COVID, um, future trades, coaching staff, and just NBA talk in general. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm excited for the NBA talk with the yeah. playoffs and everything. We have a good amount of time next yeah. week. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Welcome back to the episode. Uh, we're going to start talking about free agency class this year and kind of because the Raptors do have a good amount of free agents this year, including Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. and some other players that have team options. The um, Kyle Lowry the Groat. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, if we look at our drop, uh, or exactly, <laughs> our. Uh, free agency class. We have players like Chris Paul from Phoenix, Kawhi Leonard, which is expected to accept his player option. Um, Chris Paul has a player option too, which he probably will expect to take, which is worth f- almost forty million, which is crazy. How can you turn that down at that point of your career, right? Exactly. Um, other players like Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, Demar Derozan, Otto Porter Jr. Are just some notable names for our free agency class. Mm-hmm. 
I, I have to be honest, the first name that jumps out at me, is, well, other than Cal Lowry, is DeMar, right? Exactly. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that's the right play for the Raptors. I think yeah. um, with where they've gotten themselves defensively over the last few years, I don't know if uh, DeMar would necessarily fit into that. Yeah. Um, would he be the type of scorer they're looking for? For sure. Yeah. I think he'd solve a lot of problems on offense, but I think he'd give up a little bit too much on defense. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you agree with that, but that, that, that's something I've been kind of thinking of the last last little while. Um, uh, Kyle, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen with Kyle. I yeah. Think, I think it would be awesome for him to be back, but maybe the opportunity cost of that would be too great. If he's mm-hmm. back first, you don't have, you know, you don't have the cap space anymore to maybe look at helping out with your center. Um, but the other thing we mentioned when we were talking about the draft prospects is it's pretty guard heavy, right? And if they, if they don't end up getting Mobley, or any of the other uh, forwards um, that are in the draft, they're going to pick a guard. And if they pick a guard, then you've got Kai, you've got Jalen Harris, you've got all these guys, and, and then you add the, the prospect. And um, yeah. I, I see that it it maybe is a little too crowded to, to for Kyle to be back, Yeah. Um, even though it might be beneficial to have him back. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kyle will probably take a lower paycheck this offseason. For sure, mm-hmm. um, currently is on a thirty million dollar deal, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess that will drop probably half to fifteen, if less, possibly. Yeah, and it totally depends on on what he wants to get in the last couple of years, for sure. Exactly. Um, if he's gonna go uh, championship chasing, yeah, uh, then yeah, then he I think he'd have to take a little bit less money, but th- yeah, it'd be tough. It'd be tough to to be in that situation. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could see Kyle possibly getting a contract there's been rumors that uh philly is going to pursue him this offseason mm-hmm. um which mm-hmm. i could see they need or, a yeah or Miami, like a, you know like yeah i think he's such a well-respected player who's made lots of he's got lots of connections on different teams like For he's sure. good friends with jimmy butler and yeah. you know, all these guys that <laughs> would miami look a lot better with kyle Lowry right now yeah, yeah. For sure. would they be down two nothing maybe not right exactly um, so I think they're probably kicking themselves a little bit that they didn't explore that further. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah. I, I, that's definitely something that, that the Raptors could use, though, the sign-and-trade in the summer. Yeah, for um, sure. They could definitely get, add some value there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, other teams, what are some predictions where other people could go if they do leave? Oh, um, that's a tough one. Um, I, yeah, I, I think you can kind of see with the way the league's been going over the last couple of decades with um, with player recruitment and, you know, mm-hmm. LeBron calling his butt like, exactly. over and all of that. Um, I, I think it's safe to assume that players are going to be drawn to certain markets. Yeah. Um, LA sure. is always going to be a big draw, especially, I think there's probably going to be some turmo- turnover with the Clippers. Yeah, for um, sure. They'll keep Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah. I, I think they'd be foolish to, to get rid of them, but they've got, I guess Zubak is, an, is fairly young, but yeah. Ibaka, there's going to be some, you know. Yeah. So teams like that, I think, who are still in their contending window that are looking for that extra piece. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Chris Paul and Kawhi will accept their player options. Yeah. Kawhi's even is worth $34 million, So. Yeah, and, and you can see they're both in situations that are good. Kawhi's situation is good because that's where yeah. he wants to be. Chris Paul, look, he's he's in the playoffs. He's com- competing. Exactly. Uh, did he really expect to be doing that this late in his career? Probably not. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of yeah, for sure. Something extra for it's him. It's just yeah. kind of 
their choices and yeah. how they want to play it. And I their guess. family and and even like and speaking about Kyle specifically with with the Raptors, I think a lot of it depends on what happens with Masai and yeah. who they draft. Like there's so many so many of these issues that I think need to get worked out first. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's just say expected money for free agency for a few of these players like. Like Conley, DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. I could see DeMar's contract going down a touch. Mm-hmm. He is still a very good franchise player, mm-hmm. just regressing slowly. He, he's, he's taken quite a few, since he left the Raptors, he's taken quite a few steps forward offensively. Oh, yeah, um, for you sure. You can see his playmaking has gone up. His passing is yeah. at a much higher level. Um, but the one thing that's not really, and he's gotten obviously a little bit better as he grew as a player, but his defense just... Never yeah. caught up with everything else. For sure. If his defense caught up, he, we're talking about a top five player in the league. Exactly. Right? And his three-point shooting never really caught up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Never caught on fully. But you can see he's, he picks his moments a little bit better, and he mm-hmm. it's, it's now a weapon he can use sometimes, where with the Raptors it wasn't necessarily a weapon. Yeah. yeah. Um, Otto Porter Jr. in Orlando. That is a very interesting area because – Orlando is in a rebuilding stage. Mm-hmm. He is, I believe, 27. Mm-hmm. Um, He's in that tweener age for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I could see him leaving. Yeah. It, yeah, that, that, that market is, is a weird one. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just yeah. such a weird market that I, I don't know how many people take it that seriously. Like, if we're looking at Orlando... They could have a good pick this draft. Yep. Um, could get a guy like Cade, maybe. That would change things a lot, yeah. Um, right. It's just if Otto Porter wants to play with Cade. Does he yep. want to be like a dynamic duo with Cade or mm-hmm. what? So You'd it, think that that'd be, that should be pretty enticing for... Yeah, for sure. For play, he's not the youngest player, but he's not old. Exactly. So, you know, he could probably wait a year or two for Cade to yeah. you know, um, get experience and go from there. So yeah. It wouldn't be a terrible position to be in. Yeah, there is a. It's 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 almost an older free agency class in mm-hmm. a way. Um, yeah, it, it t- totally is. Yeah, but um, I, I know we mentioned this a little while ago. We were talking about this about how different this free agent class is than what we thought it was going exactly. to be. Exactly. Um, I think everyone speculated the Raptors were kind of gearing up for this year with Giannis. Yeah. Uh, and then that kind of fell apart, and you know, there's the different theories of how that all went down and whatever, but. I don't know. I, I don't know if the, the Raptors fully – it wouldn't make sense for a whole organization to invest in a plan that yeah. may not play, come to fruition. So I think, um, I think Masai is too, too good of a, uh, a, manage, a manager to, to, yeah. to, do so, to make a decision like that. So something, something happened, but I don't know exactly you – know, yeah. you can never really know the behind the scenes. One guy I do like in this free agency class is Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. Um, Especially he could coming be off a his injury. great addition yeah. to Toronto. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has a lot of potential still. Yeah. 28, I believe. Yeah. Um, and now, remind me, remind me of your card. Was he out this entire season? Um, I feel or like he played it. at the start and yeah. then got injured. Yeah. So he he is one where I actually ran up this morning. I, I had pulled up some comparison stats between the free agents, and I noticed – his stat line jumped out at me. Like, he's actually got, obviously, he's a good player. Yeah. He's got some really solid stats. And um, and I think, yeah, it, it, it's always, like, a player coming off an injury, you never really know how they're going to come back. Like, with, yeah. you know, that was, the, the Raptors, there's rumors talking with, uh, or wanting Victor Oladipo. Yeah. And after he got his injury, like, you, you can kind of see how he's not really the same, necessarily. Yeah, for sure. And maybe that's always a concern, right? But, yeah. 
sometimes you have to take that risk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I would have even took Victor. He, I don't know. I think he has some high upside. Yeah, um, he does. And I think he, uh, I believe his injury was a, was it a high ankle sprain or, or yeah, something? something? Yeah, something like that. And those, those can definitely take a while to come back from. Yeah. Even when a player's back, I think it limits them in some ways. Well, even look at LeBron right now. He says he's, he says he'll never be 100% yeah. like ever again. Yeah. Where LeBron ha- is, you know, this behemoth exactly. who he can probably overcome that. Where with Oladipo, you, you know, he's the, the best parts of his game require that athleticism. Yeah. Um, that's the type of offensive player he is. And also defensively, he needs that, right? So yeah. I, I think Oladipo, I don't think he's done yet, but I think maybe this season might be one where he kind of just needs to ramp up, kind of build into it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the following season? I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird free agency class, but mm-hmm. we'll see what actually ends up happening this mm-hmm. offseason. Um, the other thing about actually Oladipo, I, I don't know how well he would fit on the starting lineup with um, with Fred. Yeah, it could be a bit tougher because yeah. Oladipo is more of a scorer kind of yes. guy. Yeah. Um, Which maybe actually, <laughs> it was weird. I was going to mention this earlier, but when we're talking about Fred kind of running a team. Yeah. Um, there was a game close to the end of the season and they played against the Clippers. Yes. Where some, something happened to Fred. And yeah. he, was, he was running these pick and rolls and yeah. he was finding guys and like in a very prototypical point guard fashion. Exactly. And it kind of got me thinking like maybe Fred is playing the way he is now and he's playing well. Yeah. Because that's what the team needs. Yeah, for sure. Right? So who knows? Maybe he could work well with some of these guys that we think maybe he yeah. needs. So. Yeah, we'll see really what happens. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to tell at this moment for the guys, not like Chris Paul and uh, Kawhi Leonard, but yeah. just the other guys like Kyle. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, next, because you are a science teacher, yes. um, COVID is a big thing in our world right now. Um, sadly, yeah. the Raptors had to go through it. Um, there was close contact in... I don't know what month, like April yeah, I forget or what, something? What month it was. Yeah, but it, it, it all... <laughs> all happened so quick and you're like wait i thought they were turning things around and then before you knew it yeah um i believe most of the team had got it um there were a couple guys that just luckily didn't get it Mm -hmm. um fred van fleet was one of the big names for us yeah um it was hard to see him go down like that um because he is such an important person for us he is he is um after he said he's never healed he's never felt like different because of COVID because it's just affected him so much. He it said it did. Yeah, it really, really took a lot of energy out of them. And yeah. even when they were recovered from it, they not only did they get have to get back to playing shape, mm-hmm. but then they had to overcome a lot of the deficits they gained from. You know, their lungs probably got a damage. Exactly. In some way. Um, and it did take a lot because the first few games back with Fred, he didn't get as much playing time as normal, and then he just didn't look like the same player exactly. right he didn't have the same energy and but he he seemed to be getting better and better and yeah i don't think that'll be a long-term issue um but yeah that uh yeah that definitely saw the team down and it was just disappoint. it wasn't just that that happened but it was the timing of that that was yeah. really really tough yeah and i think a few months later um Adam Silver fined the team $50,000 for resting players, yes. which I found was a bit ridiculous yeah. because, first of all, players have just got through COVID. It wasn't long since COVID. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're going to rest them because they don't feel the same. Yeah. And I don't know. I and just also, didn't find it fair. Also, our team has had to play 
in Tampa, exactly. which is now like so they've dealt with this entire thing. And when they were fined, I actually I was not happy. Yeah. I, was, I, I was. I took it kind of personally, not that I exactly. have any reason to, but it. it the Raptors are doing something that no other team is doing this year. Mm-hmm. They're being burdened. They just went through COVID, and now you're going to force Fred and Pascal and yeah. OG to play when these guys are guys you're counting on in the future, and you yeah. want them to be healthy for next year. Like that wasn't fair. Um, yeah. And part of me wonders um, when Masai um, was interviewed recently, just for the first time, and yeah. you know, he finally was opening up and talking about some of the uh, things they've experienced. Yeah, uh, he did talk about that. He talked about um, the fact that um, he believes that the Raptors need more respect from the league. Exactly, right? I and, do too. And I think a big part of it was this. Yeah, right. Because it sure. just didn't happen that long ago. Yeah. So he still got it in the back of my. It's like you just find us fifty thousand dollars for resting a player yeah. that just had COVID. Yeah, like that. That definitely. It, I, I'm happy they stuck to their guns and they kept kept with exactly. that plan even after that. Yeah. And, and had the league done more after that, like. I don't think I would have been very fair to them at all. Yeah, for sure. I, I just found it silly because yeah, it totally. was just for sure. not right to no. find them. No, it wasn't. Um, I don't understand. Like, I believe San Antonio mm-hmm. got to find the same thing. I don't think they did get COVID that year. Mm-hmm. Um, but other yeah, teams but got maybe COVID. That, maybe that was just more blatant. And I mean, with, with the Raptors, I, I forget the exact position they were in the standings when yeah. they were fine. But... Uh, it was insurmountable. Like they weren't going to come back. Right. Exactly. Like, and the league knew that. And they just, I think they're trying to prove a point to other teams in the league, but I yeah. think they missed the mark a little bit. Yeah. Cause yeah. other teams had got COVID and were resting players and there was nothing there. So yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah. So may, maybe the league doesn't respect Toronto. Yet, exactly. Right. There. I think a lot of people see Toronto as like, this is market. This is like, but yeah. no, like Toronto is an international city. Like it's, exactly. it's up there with the New Yorks and with other cities. Like yeah. give it the respect it needs. Yeah. deserves so. like you were saying about florida and stuff like it's rough for them to play probably thousands of miles yep. away from their homes in toronto and stuff yep. um even at the start of the season people like fred was commenting on like fans were booing them in mm-hmm. florida on their home arena yep. like it's just was it was a toxic area yeah and on top of that i think Ra- the raptors have one of the best fan bases exactly. in the league so when you're in scotia bank arena it's like yeah. it's it, it, it's transformed. It was like MSG last night. Exactly. Yeah, it was totally it, – it changed the dynamics of the game. Exactly. Like when the Raptors stepped on that court and they're like, look at everyone that's – like that yeah. That made a difference. And I think Pascal is that type of guy. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You see he's – he. when he gets that energy and he's pumped up, like that. that's when he plays his best. So yeah, for sure. That it really impacted the team for sure. Yeah. It was yeah. – uh, yeah. I, I just found it ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tampa Bay Raptors. They, they're not even the Raptors. I don't they, even know who came up with that. They should have renamed the team for a year. They called Tampa Bay. I know. I don't know who came something. up with that. I was when I first heard that, I was like, "No, you're not doing that. Don't do not no. do that. No, no, that's not although, the right thing." Although that logo they came up with for yeah, that was cool. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um, but, but anything beyond that, I was like, "No, no, no, no." Like, remember, this team is like we the North. Like that actually yeah. means something. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, let's move on to future trades for the league and for specifically the Raptors. Um, could see some trades coming up soon. Um, I could see Pascal as a possible trade target. Yep. Um, if he improves next season, he could be a trade deadline kind of guy. Yep. Um, and, and also, I, I think a lot of people have this misconception that Pas- uh, has Pascal underperformed at certain times. And yes. Yeah. 
But his contract is not as bad as people think it is. Yeah, like, it is pretty crazy, but it's not as bad. Like yeah, you're but but he would have gotten that contract pretty much anywhere he went, exactly. right? Because he followed that that timeline of like, okay, you're a rookie, then you're you know you, your position's growing, you're a role player, and yeah. then you transition to the go-to guy. I think they had to give him the max, right? Otherwise, yeah. he could have gone somewhere else. And, yeah. And at times, he's not he doesn't play up to the contract, but as a whole. Uh, earlier we talked about if you take away the ten first ten games of the season, he's he's yeah. he's made he's been worth the money. Yeah, uh, and I think he will be going forward. Um, yeah, as more players kind of catch up to him and can kind of help carry the burden, like OG next year will be big. Yeah, for I think sure. that'll really help him. Um, could I see them trading him? I, I think yeah. they could. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, how that trade would look, I don't know. I my dream trade for Pascal would be like a Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. Like I would love Toby on yeah. the Raptors. Yeah, Tobias Harris is a great player. He's he has so much potential. He's yeah. younger than Pascal, I I think. Yeah, or, yeah, c- kind of comparable. Yeah, same, yeah. exactly. Um, the only issue with him is I, I I don't see him, and it's kind of the same problem some people might have with Pascal. I don't mm-hmm. know if I see him as the guy. Yeah, for sure. Right, so you'd be kind of switching a role player for not a role player, but like an elite role player for yeah. another elite role player, and then yeah, if the fans are expecting that from him, it might not. Yeah, for sure. Be a good situation. So, I could see that. Yeah, um, I could see Fred being traded. Yeah, I I don't really want to trade him, but if yeah. he starts struggling this next season, yeah. he could be a trade target. Or or let's somehow in some world, the Raptors end up getting Cade. Yeah. Um, and then they would start. Uh, they'd be fine. They'd start it out. Start out playing. And then if they realize that like maybe there's not enough ball to go around, or yeah, it's not a good fit. Then you know, like I think they're Fred is another guy who I think has a lot of trade value. Yeah, for so, sure. I don't think the Raptors have any anchors, like no. any contracts that they would be hard to get rid of. No, not really. Um, yeah, it's just Freddie's and Pascal's that are pretty much the biggest. Yeah, they're big contracts, but they're not. Yeah. they're not bad contracts. Exactly. Right? So. Um, I do think if they did trade one of those guys, I think they, they probably would go younger. Yeah, for sure. Right? It they would make sense. want a young team, for yeah. sure. Um, I, but there's so, many, there's so many markets in the league that, depending on how that goes, maybe there's going to be stars in the near future that yeah. they could do something similar with a Kawhi trade. Yeah, for sure. Carl um, uh, Anthony Towns. Yeah. Minnesota, awesome. I know Minnesota's going in the right direction. They're starting to build yeah, something. Yeah, but If it goes sideways... Yeah. Could you imagine a, a better starting center than that? Yeah, for the and that starting center that can shoot the three really well. Yep. Like, Cat can, Cat is like a 50% guy from three. So. Yeah, and, and he's still super young. and like Exactly. Ima- imagine having him, let's even just say OG, let's say one of, yeah. OG and one of Pascal or Fred. Yeah. Like, that's a, per, that's a, that, that could be a championship team. Yeah, that's a pretty terrifying yeah. starting five. So, but I, I, I like knowing that Masai is running things, and he, yeah. if there is a potential to do something like that, he will make it oh, happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Um, yeah, I think they're, they're, I have a lot of faith in their front office. Yeah, I've, I think a lot of guys that um, played on the last year's, um, last year's like, all-star team when Nick coached it, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people started getting used to Nick and kind of started liking him. Yeah. So possibly te- uh, team... Giannis, I believe it was. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did, yeah. Um, Possibly people on Team that. Giannis could come. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. And and I think more and more players are starting to catch on. And you're seeing other teams who are um, picking up coaches 
kind of from Nick Nurse's coaching tree. Yeah. Uh, Bjorkren, which that's a whole thing, I guess. Yeah, we can, I don't we know. can talk about that. <laughs> but, you know, like there's Bjorkren and there's uh, Chris Finch in. Um, yeah. I forgot where he went. Indiana. Indiana, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry. And, uh, Chris Bjorkren Finch was... went to uh, Houston, yeah. I think. Was it Houston? Or No, no, no. He came from Houston. Yeah, and then he. Where did he go? I don't know. Anyways, but, but can, that doesn't really matter yeah. too much. But um, I think they're, they're recognizing the value of Nick Nurse. And yeah. he's such an intelligent person. And, yeah. and you can see how passionate he is. But he. It seems. It, it definitely seems like that his players really like him. Yeah. And I think when you have a coach who's that passionate and his players like him. Yeah. That's a pretty good mix because normally you have a coach who's passionate and they're like, oh man, that guy's a jerk. Like, yeah. But he's kind of got both sides. Yeah, for sure. Um, like. He, he he can be a bit of a nuisance on the bench. Oh, yeah. 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 We've There's seen some that times for sure. where you just like, you see him crouch and he's yelling and you're like. I, I Sometimes I'm, I'm just yelling at the TV. I'm like, Nick, calm down. Yeah, you're you're going to get ejected. Right we yeah. don't yeah. need that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Adrian Griffin is a great coach. Yeah. But we need you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're the guy running the show. So maybe just. Just calm it stay down. Stay on here. the bench. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, but he, but he yeah. does. But the, on the on the other side of that, I think there's other coaches who maybe their exactly. players don't feel like they don't like they feel like they don't defend them as much or advocate for them. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely I don't think any player would ever say that about Nick Nurse. Yeah, for sure. He'd be he'd be the first one talking to refs about whatever, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, we I think we got really lucky with Nick Nurse. Just yeah, um, was a good I could see up. him being the coach for quite a long time. Yeah, I could yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's sad to see Dwayne Casey start to have a struggling team with Detroit, but mm-hmm. hey, what can you do, really? Yeah, and he's, he's kind of a more old-school coach anyways. Exactly. And I, think he's, he, I think he's still a good coach because he builds from defense out, and yeah. I think that's really important. And I think a lot of that actually is still part of the Raptors' philosophy. For sure. Um, yeah, Kyle's used to Dwayne's yeah. method, yeah. and a lot of the guys are. Yeah, and yeah, man, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It was not yeah, very one coach long of the year, ago. and then was it the following year he was let go? Yeah, he was fired. Yeah, yeah. it was really weird. I remember. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, but Nick Nurse is the uh, is the man, and, and he won coach of the year that year. That's I right. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and super, we just yeah. fired. I was like, "What are you guys doing?" Because that was really you don't usually fire a coach of the year. No, no, no. Um, but it's yeah, it's they they got really lucky with Nick Nurse for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I think the, they. Every team needs, in order to be a contender, you need kind of everything to fall into place. Yeah. With, like it did when, obviously, when the Raptors won a couple of years ago. But th- they still have the, the front office in place. Yeah. They have the coaching in place. Um, they have most of the players in place. They just need, you know, really need to hone in on what, what else they need and, and, I think, hit the ground running next year. Because mm-hmm. I think, assuming they're back in Toronto, yeah. I think they'll get a boost there. Uh, they'll get a boost from players just naturally progressing. Yeah. OG another year, right? Um, yeah. I think things are looking pretty bright. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk about possible new um, assistant coaches for the Raptors because we kind of have a weird topic with Adrian Griffin. Like, mm-hmm. He's a good coach. It's just I don't feel like he has the Nick Nurse philosophy almost. Yeah, that, that, that's de- yeah for sure. Um, that's one I don't know too much about about him. Like I yeah. haven't followed too much into his philosophies and how um, he views basketball. But yeah, um, I guess I mean he did have that one game. Was it last year where he coached? I think right. He yes was was Nick Nurse suspended. Yeah, it was in the bubble. Was... He got ejected, I believe. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I think actually there's one other game where Nick Nurse yeah, just sat him out. Yeah, it was the... Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. Because that was the uh, um, COVID game. That was the other yeah. coach. Um, what's his name? Uh, oh yeah, the um, he's from Europe. Yeah, uh, his name? I like that guy. Anytime yeah, you talk he's to him, good. Like, he seems really with it, and like, yeah. Um, ah, what's his name? But anyways, yeah, so yeah, I know who you're talking about for um, sure. Yeah, no, I think the Raptors coaching is solid. I, I do think that. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming Nate Bjorken is going to be done. Yeah. In Indiana, um, I I do think there's a potential of him coming back. Yeah. Just because of the way people have talked about him, and I don't. That article that came out, like I, I yeah, I didn't really understand it because it was weird. Yeah, and and there's people kind of like who've been asked about it afterwards who haven't responded and yeah, it, it's very well, cryptic. all the Raptors have and they've said no, this is all false. Yeah, it was never like, like it's that. It's never yeah. like that. Yeah, so, so I think if 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 that is true and the players truly believe that, I think they'd welcome him back, right? Because yeah, they for know sure. it works. He's got the same philosophy and yeah, and the, some of the things I was reading in Indiana is like I think they they really strongly believed in what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, even the players are like, yeah, like we agree with him. It's just some of his tactics and, you know, how yeah, he uses for sure. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it will go. Um, just depends on how Bobby and um, Masai want to play it out. Yeah, um, yeah. Bobby has a great future in Toronto. Yeah, totally. I'm really totally. excited. He's a young GM that knows what he's doing. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he's. I'm excited for Bobby. And, and what better person to work under than Masai? Exactly. Right, to start your career yeah. and kind of go that way. He... I think he found himself in a good spot. Yeah. And if Masai does leave, whether it's now or, you know, sometime in the near future, it's... Exactly. I don't think we, the Raptors fans should panic. No. Like, okay, Bobby Webster, okay, he's going to have to take on a little bit more, but... Yeah, I could even see, like, if Masai ever leaves, I could see Bobby going up to president. Yeah. Like, I could see yeah. it. I wonder if even, like, Nick Nurse, I, you, yeah, see, you, right? see, you see him as the type of guy who, like, maybe when he's done with coaching, he might... I think Kyle wants to take a coaching position when he gets done with his career. I think he wants be, to move into something that'd like that. would be incredible if he came to Toronto. Like, how, yeah, how I think he. That? I think he, that would be one of his first options, actually. Yeah. Probably come back to Toronto and yeah. come coach. Even, like, just an assistant coach. Or, yeah. Have you yeah. seen any game that they're out... Um, even Fred, like you can see him on the sideline, yeah. like literally, like wearing a coach's shirt. And <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah, that like, before. I, was like, I think they were joking one of the um, broadcasts. They're talking yeah. about how like you were calling him Coach Kyle. And, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's cool seeing. Yeah, it's cool. Th- seeing those are true leaders, right? Like, yeah, where they can they can be on the court with you playing and you listen to them, or they're on the sideline as a coach and you'll still listen to them. Yeah, I was uh, I was excited to maybe see a player coach with Kyle that one. Day. I know. I thought I was I, really excited. I was like. Come on, just give it to him. Come on, yeah. he's perfect for this. Let's just try it. I thought it was going to happen. I, I don't know how realistic I thought it was actually going to exactly. happen. Exactly. But I, I was like, could this actually happen? Like yeah, that? this would be Maybe. amazing if this happened. We would yeah. make history again. Yeah, but that's too bad. Yeah, you know. It's, yeah. yeah it's still, I could see LeBron player coaching even. Yeah, like yeah it's a little bit like, like that. I don't know if you, how much you follow hockey, but you know, talk, even in NHL, like how uh, way back in the day, Roberto Luongo yeah. was a captain. Yeah, a goalie is a captain. It's, it's weird. It's yeah, yeah. It's just it's a little off, off the <laughs> yeah. path. But yeah, yeah, um, it, it's interesting. I really want to see Kyle even coach. That would be really fun that to see him. That would be pretty cool. That would be really um, cool. Even if he goes to another team, I think he'd be perfect for it. Yep, he's got a type of personality that you know he's well liked. Um, He's just a leader. He's a guy you yeah. follow into, into battle. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Um, I think that's really all for the Raptors, really. Yeah. Um, I think we can just talk about the NBA now and just in general. Yeah, playoffs. And, yeah, exactly. It's, it's we have a lot to go over for playoffs. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, the, the first thing that jumped out at me in the playoffs is just how... It's it's a lot of surprises. Yes, compared, especially compared to what we thought coming into the season. Like exactly. Boston. Yeah, I'm surprised Boston low. still hasn't got a game on them. I They might do it tonight, the day that we're recording this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, as of now, they're two, down 2 nothing. Yeah. Miami's down 2 nothing. Um. And that you know, it, it makes sense. It's not like it's just like, whoa, how are they down? It's just exactly. I think had we known this before the season started, I think we definitely would have been surprised. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Boston, I think is still scary. Yeah. Uh, maybe not this season because they get they'll probably get taken out by, by for Brooklyn. Sure. But um, I could see a Brooklyn and Philly Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it just Philly has everything they need. It's just. Yeah. There's that mental block there. Yeah. Like that hurdle that they should be able to overcome, but are, are they going, is this the year that's going to, yeah. they're, they're going to do it? I think um, the problem I'm worried for Philly is Durant. Like Durant yeah. will be probably the biggest problem. I think Simmons is fine with Irving. He's yeah. okay. He's a great defender, but yeah. Kyrie just has amazing skill. Yeah. Um, Harden is a weird area because they don't have the best shooting guard in, um, who is it, Danny? Danny starting for them? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I think Danny Green's starting for them. Um, I should know that. Yeah, sure, let's go with that. Yeah, um, that's going to be really hard because Danny is not the best defender. He's more of a scorer type of guy. Um, yeah, he, I guess it, it, he's, he can he can be a valuable defender, but it, yeah, it might limit you a little bit in certain yeah, ways. For sure. Yeah, it's not maybe the most ideal, but... It's it's such, it's a team that maybe isn't balanced. Yeah. But it's just so overwhelmingly filled with talent. Yeah, for sure. That I think that should overcome anything. Like, okay, great, you shut down Kyrie. Yeah. Okay, great, you've got Harden. Yeah. Right, great, you shut him down. Yeah. After you've done that, you, you can't like, physically you, shut down another. Exactly. Guy. He's like, Durant is a whole different guy. He's a six ten small forward. Like, yeah. how how do you beat that? You can't. Who can it, shoot from anywhere on the court? Exactly. He can drive by you. He can jump over you. Yeah. He can like good luck. Yeah. Like it, I could even see and beat a power forward just trying to guard him, um, and then like a run a like Dwight Howard at center. Like I don't know because oh, Dwight can probably be fine with Blake. Well, um, do, oh, man, Dwight. Howard burns my biscuit. Yeah. Like, just he's, uh, some of the stuff he does, and he just, oh. Well, do you see Udonis Haslam and him Yeah, they, yeah, where Udonis came in for one one. <laughs> yeah, one play, minute, like, and it was just two ejections. Yeah, yeah. I was okay with that. I'm like... Yeah, I was like, good for you, boy. To, yeah. This this stuff was be, was okay when, you know, when he was a star. Yeah. Uh, back in his, whatever, Houston and whatever, yeah. wherever else he's been. And, like, but when you're a role player... Yeah. Pulling that type of stuff. I think you, you have a lot less rope. And it just... Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. I just have always had issues with players who are just chippy. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, Dwight is not my favorite either. No. So. Uh, and, and it's kind of like same deal with Montrez. Yeah. In LA. And, well, that Montrez incident with OG and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the oh, and, I will yeah. never forget that. That was so funny. You just see OG's look. Like, just... I know. And I thought... I swear. I thought OG was just putting... Shooter on the ground, yeah. just calmly, because yeah. obviously he knew that Shooter was around him, so he was like, "Okay, I gotta put him down because yeah. something's gonna break out." Yeah. Yeah. And then Montrez is just running yeah. down the court, way over. I'm like, 
Who slow down Montrez? Yeah. Do you know who OG is? Because he can probably. Uh, oh yeah, good. OG yeah. is like a strong guy. He is, and like in that prototypical, like the same kind of physique, physique yeah. as Kawhi, and so I, I've I've been fighting the urge to bring this up, but like there, there's an article I've been I was reading was it on TSN or something that, that compared. No, it wasn't TSN, but they compared his la- his first four years to Kawhi's first four years. Yeah. And the stats were almost identical. Oh, that's amazing. And people are like, well, so he's going to take the big step next year. He's going to yeah. he's gonna go. I think Kawhi went, in between his fourth and fifth year, he went from like 15 points a game to like 21 or something. Yeah. A big jump. And like, that's what's going to come next season. It's just like, well, that's he looks like Kawhi. <laughs> he kind of acts like Kawhi, kind of more reserved. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he is Kawhi. Sure, yeah. defensively, he's great, comparable. But yeah. Offensive, you can't compare to a guy like Kawhi. Yeah, for like sure. He's got to show it first, and then yeah. you can say, "Oh yeah, he's a Kawhi type player." But yeah, um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But that incident was a weird one. Yeah, that was. <laughs> but the amount of stuff OG's been involved with is, is like the the fight, the buzzer beater last year. Yeah. Um, the scarfs. Yeah. Scarf battles with <laughs> Ibaka. Yeah, Ibaka scarf battle. Uh, yeah, it just it seems like they've. They built a, a real culture here, and I yeah. think OG's a big part of that. Yeah, he may sure. not be like the guy you see all the time, but exactly, he's 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 a funny guy, and yeah, he's the type of guy you'd like want to be friends with. Yeah, even like watching, um, oh my god, watching Dwight Howard um, with the oh no, it was um, Montrez, mini Montrez, uh-huh. uh, with the Phoenix game, like just recently uh-huh. where he. Uh, Cameron Payne threw the ball at Schroeder, I think, and Montrez just pushed him to the ground almost. It was just mm, I think I'm, I missed that one. I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah, That's, that yeah. was... Uh, but, I mean, Montrez always finds him in situations, puts himself in situations yeah, like that. Yeah, ridiculous. There are rumors that, you know, the Raptors are interested in last like, coming into this season. And, yeah. And I, I don't know. I wasn't really a fan of that. I don't think yeah. he would have added... Well, he would have added something for sure. He's a good player, but I don't think he would have been what the Raptors needed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the West now that we have kind of Eastern set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see maybe Utah. Um, Memphis already has a game on them. So yeah. that was – no, it's all tied up now, actually, because they just won last night. Yeah, and Dylan, our boy Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, I love Dylan Brooks. That guy's Yeah, but he's, he, he's kind of another one of those guys who's kind of greasy sometimes. Yeah, but for sure. He's Canadian, so it's all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. There's one guy on them, Grayson Allen. I can't deal yep, with that yeah, guy. Yeah, back to his college days and all the stuff oh, we heard. I can't yeah, deal with I know, him. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of his either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I could see for a Western Conference final. I, I, I do I do like Utah a lot. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of potential. Yeah. I, I love Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Like, as far as impact on a court, like, that man his impacts. His defense, defense yeah. is amazing. Him being on the court impacts it more than maybe yeah. any other player. Initially, and of course, yeah. LeBron and other guys can take the game to the next level. But, but just it's just his his defense. It just he just locks down that lane and like don't even think about driving and trying to dunk on him or whatever. Like, yeah, um, that's a that's a real game changer. Yeah, for sure. To the point where I think had he not signed in Utah and you know he was a he was one of the big free agents this year. Yeah. Um, I think I I would I would have been down with the Raptors going yeah. super max on him. Yeah. Or not super max, but just regular max. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see Utah. Um, I just feel like the Lakers are gonna get eliminated. Um, I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna last. Um, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I, um, 
I could see Mavericks making it far, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look what Luca's doing now. He's yeah. like just taking his game, and if he can continue that, yeah. if, he, if that's the type of guy he's going to be in the playoffs, then yeah. why not, right? Um, I don't know about Porzingis or. Yeah, those that Cal- their the supporting guys, cast is pretty bad, but it is, it is. But Porzingis is a guy that that's another guy actually that I've, been, that I've heard lots of rumors of maybe the Raptors should look at him, but yeah, I I don't know. He's not, you know, he doesn't have the strength. Yeah. A lot of the reasons that Boucher wasn't getting yeah. the playing time was same with him, right? So For sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Chris Stapps, I, I feel like he's lost a decent amount of three-point shooting almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure the confidence issue is getting worse for him. Yeah. And, you know, so, for sure. Because um, you would think, like, when you look at that roster, how it's constructed, like, okay, they've got their two big guys. Yeah. Like, they've got Luca and they've got... Um, got him and like they should and then they filled it in with a few other guys who can you know yeah. play their roles Dwight Powell's decent and all these other yeah, guys yeah for sure um, but yeah. Uh, yeah what's your finals predictions I could see a Brooklyn and Utah yeah I think I'm going to say Brooklyn for the East for sure yeah I, 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 I would like to say Utah but I just think LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to find a way yeah I, um, I could see him making it Next round, maybe. I don't know. Phoenix is a pretty good team, though. That is true. That is true. They've got a lot of high impact players, and yeah. And I think uh, Aiton would help a lot in their in their post defense. So I think that'll help. But I, I just don't want LeBron back in the finals. I'm done with it. It's yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of getting to that point with LeBron because I think it's like watching like, let's just say if we go to NHL, the Oilers in the Stanley Cup final every year. Yeah. It's like just boring that yeah it is it's it's it, and especially because the way basketball is set up is i think it's more there's potential to be more yeah. lopsided yeah uh, and i think it's it's kind of skewing that way and, I don't and the think... and the team that faces lebron just gets destroyed like it's yeah. not even fair yeah so i yeah. i just want to see something else than lebron yeah, for sure for sure yeah. yeah um yeah so i think that's yeah we can wrap it up there um yeah no i've really enjoyed like i i would talk raptors all day long i yeah. think um their their future is still bright despite um you know players maybe leaving and all of the, the things that happened the last couple of years yeah. um once the fans are back in the stadium and the raptors are back in toronto like i think i think honestly regardless of what moves they make this offseason, i think they'll be back to yeah i don't know if they'll be full out contenders for sure uh but i think they'll be a top top four seed in the east sort of yeah. thing um, and then we'll see what happens in the playoffs next year. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Um, real quick, let's do award predictions. We already have Randall MIP. Yeah. Uh, Well-deserved. Yeah. Amazing season. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year. That's right, yeah. Well-deserved again. Yeah. Um, Carmelo's on that list and a few other guys. Yeah. Boucher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's your defensive player of the year? We got Ben Simmons, Rudy Gobert, and Draymond Green. For me. Yeah. My answer is always going to be Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Um, I think he's just on another level. But the way the league – I'm still going to – I'm sticking with Gobert. That's who yeah, I'm going to go Yeah, I am I, too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll win it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do Coach of the Year. We have uh, Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns. We have um, Tom Thibodeau, yeah. um, New York. Um, and then we have – I don't know the other guys. Um, I, I, I was going to mention Thibodeau. I think he's done a great job. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, he's done a great job in New York. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I would go with Thibodeau. Yeah, I think that's sure. what I would go with. Uh, yeah. Same here. Yeah, with, with um, how big of a change they've had this year, I think yeah. it's, yeah. 
MVP, Jokic, and Curry are pretty much the only two considered yeah. right now. Uh, I would say Jokic. Yeah, for uh, sure. For me, a big part of that is, I think, being a playoff team and being a contender, yeah. um, I think that that's a, that plays a big role. Yeah, Curry just couldn't do it, Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, um, yeah I think I'll just... Um, so thank you so much for listening, guys. For sure. Um, be sure oh, sorry, to check us out on Twitter, um, Raptors Out West. Um, I'll be doing some more updates on stuff, and we'll just talk on there for sure. Um, but again, thank you guys for listening. Um, and we will talk to you guys next season when there's a lot of news coming out, um, start of the season and around there. So, yeah, uh, be safe out there and have a great day.